0: Welcome into another edition of the five oh one podcast, Seth Campbell. Alongside Andrew Epperson and we're ready to talk about all things five oh one and four seven nine and eight seven oh. All things Arkansas, ready to bring it to you. Andrew, the problem is is there's just not a whole lot of Arkansas going on right about now.
1: Yeah, we, we went over some of the really important things in the last podcast. So I guess this week's will just kind of be who knows. I we do know, but you know, it's not as good as last week.
0: Well, I mean, Arkansas hired a head coach. So, yeah, no, it's not going to be as good as last week. Sorry. But I don't know. We're here. So, I mean, it's got to be pretty good.
1: Yeah. We're pretty bad, just kind of depending on the listener and your preferences.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're not for everybody. No. That's at least what my mom told me.
1: Wow. Your mom said that to you?
0: (laughs) Just kidding. Love you, Ann. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) When things aren't happening and big things aren't happening, you know, you have to resort to games. Sure. So we love games. So we're going to play a game to talk about all of our fun things in the world of sports. And it'll start with the Razorbacks and focus on them. But then we'll kind of go out to some things that are happening in the SEC might even get to a
1: little golf. A little golf, eh? Yeah, Tiger. that so something is happening. I know what happened. Yeah, in the Masters. He happened. is so great.
0: He's he's pretty good, but we can't just blow our blow whatever we're going to talk about. So we need to wait. Yeah. on that, but we will get to the Masters. Sure enough,
1: but he is great, so
0: we can call that a tease. All yeah. right, the game we're going to play is no uh, no big deals, big deal, little deal. I'm going to ask Andrew some questions and we're going to go back and forth on whether or not it is a big deal or a little deal. If it is a big deal, you will hear this. I'm kind of a big deal. Anchorman classic. Kind of a big deal. If you if it's not a big deal, you'll hear 50 cent. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, big deal, little deal, Andrew or no big deal? As Actually, the name of the segment. So Uh I probably probably should say that more. Uh, Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium started out as grass. Then it went to AstroTurf. Then it went back to grass and is now AstroTurf or went back to AstroTurf and is now grass. Right. I think I got that right. Yeah. I've been smoking too much grass to get it all right. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Yep. Is this a big deal
1: or no big deal? This is a big deal. Sure, kind this a is a big, big deal. deal. Yeah, this is a big deal. Anytime that you're switching surfaces on a playing field, it's a big deal. I mean, regardless of the circumstances or the situation. So uh we kind of got to see at War Memorial Stadium, you know, they had their natural grass, and there was – is it not natural grass? Uh, Astros, uh, whatever it is, it was causing some injuries. So I think Chad Morrison astro- want to say that, but, you know, there there were some –
0: I was at that press conference. Andrew was too. We tried to goad it out of him.
1: Yep. I asked him and he was just like, no, I I don't think so. And then just like moved on from that. And I was like, well, okay, well, I guess that's the end of that then. But, you know, they've gotten used to playing on the AstroTurf and then it's going to natural grass. Do I I think it's going to be better or worse for them? I have no idea. I'm not a, a sod or expert. I'm just a guy, so I don't know. We need
0: to get less Miles in on the show to talk about grass.
1: He's tried both variants of it. We'll f- at least figure out which is better to put in your your supper at night because he eats them. Bad
0: joke. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with that's uh, not that big of a deal.
1: Don't worry about it.
0: Don't worry about it. And the reason why I'm going to go with it's not that big of a deal is because it's only used for six to eight games a year yeah they don't practice on it sure they don't aren't regularly out there so you're not gonna have guys go out there and a mess up the field before the season no so the grass although it looks a whole lot better natural grass looks so much better than Astroturf on baseball fields and on football fields don't even get me started on Astroturf on baseball fields but yeah it will look better but it won't have that big of a deal because if if I don't I'm not haven't run any tests to prove this, but if the AstroTurf is causing knee injuries and hurting players, they still have a practice field and they still have an indoor practice field (laughs) that are AstroTurf. So two of their three fields are AstroTurf still that they practice on. So I'm going to go with, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to be pretty cool to look at, but it's not going to be that big of a deal because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're going to go. All right. Other Razorback news, the baseball team just got finished with the Natural State Series.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad it's over.
0: They played in-state schools, Little Rock and UAPB, losing to Little Rock and
1: whipping UAPB. Whooped by Little Rock, whooped by UAPB, or whipped UAPB after that.
0: run rule, seven innings. Yeah. Big deal or no big deal that these teams played, Andrew?
1: Oh, huge deal. Huge deal. In baseball. It's still a huge deal because it's it sets the precedent for what's about to happen because guess what? They're about to start playing in basketball, women's basketball too. Yeah, play it. I'm
0: kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, big deal. Thanks, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, they're about to start playing in women's basketball against UALR as well. Uh, and then they're going to continue to play within the system probably for all sports. Whenever I say within the system, I'm talking about within the University of Arkansas school system. That does not include another school that everybody's worried about playing about playing against. Howell, I, yes. Yes. We're not talking about Arkansas State. Will that happen eventually? Probably, but it is still a huge deal to set the precedent and say, we're going to start playing against in-state schools. So eventually, they probably will play against all in-state schools that are at least on a certain level. That can compete against Arkansas and losing to ALR was an even a bigger deal than just playing them. Losing to them was huge.
0: Have they made videotapes like Arkansas State did when they beat Arkansas? The ladies' basketball team.
1: Uh, I don't. I have not seen the videos. <laughs> I would assume that there's probably somebody working on that, though.
0: Oh, right now they're marketing it. Little Rock's team. Sure. Yeah. Little
1: Rock, baby, go fear now, the Rock. Little Rock's team. My favorite Soon, teams are Arkansas's my, team.
0: My favorite teams are Little Rock and whoever plays the Razorbacks. Do we, does right. anybody even think like that? Honestly. Like Little Rock and UAPB. I know there's some people in Northeast Arkansas that think that
1: I don't Munker. think UALR and UAPB people uh, cuz you know Tory Hunter yesterday after or I guess it was before the game actually took place, he was talking about, you know, I'm a I'm a UAPB guy and I'm an Arkansas guy. I do both. I like both of them. So, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where I think that those are not the fans you need to worry about because those fans pretty much just kind of know where they are in the pecking order. It's like, why not support the Razorbacks, you know, and also support the school? Because uh, if they're supporting one of those schools, either they went there or their kids go there.
0: I'm going to have to go again with the no big deal.
1: Don't worry about Wrong. It. Don't worry about it.
0: And here's why. It is, I, I kind of agree with you that it is noteworthy. That these teams played each other. But here's the thing. First time in history. It didn't move the needle because it's A baseball and it's a midweek series. And you're not playing the team in the Northeast called Arkansas State. Right. We're not we're not gonna like pretend like we can't say their names or anything. It's not some big rivalry. No. Arkansas State is not playing Arkansas. So people just aren't aren't that interested. Is it a cool thing? Yeah. But it's not a big deal because these teams and you said, are in the same system and they just don't move the needle. Little rock has not been the one that's been constantly barking at the university of Arkansas. We should play you. You should play us. Why are you scared to play us? And Arkansas is just like, shut up little brother. Like, yeah. ULR hasn't been that and UAPB, you know, hasn't even been in the conversation, but
1: I like the fact that they're playing in state schools, but I, I just don't think it moves the needle. As I said, baseball, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. If we're just talking right. about what happened in, there if we're just talking if we just said this week those get or not just this week those games in the conversation there yes that's not a big deal it's the precedent that it sets for the future that is the big deal
0: all right i guess but i don't know what precedent it's gonna set in the future do you think because of this arkansas
1: will eventually play arkansas state because of this because of the conversations that were had before these things were scheduled, that ended up scheduling these games because of these conversations, in the future, they will play Arkansas State because of those, not because of these specific games. People from Arkansas State did not watch Arkansas play UALR, see UALR smash Arkansas and go, oh man, now we need to play Arkansas. Give us our bite because of that. You know, I'm sure they, I saw on Twitter, they were reveling in it. They sure loved watching that happen, but it's one of these deals where it's like, this was just laying the groundwork and saying, we're gonna start off small and we're gonna build up to eventually that's what will happen. Eventually, that's what will happen. Hunter you're a check. he knows. He's heard this before. This is not like a blind argument that is being had outside of his ears. You know, it's one of these deals where it's like he knows Arkansas State fans wanna play Arkansas. He knows there are certain Arkansas people who want to Arkansas to play Arkansas State. So it's one of these deals where he gets it. Eventually, it will happen. Not because of the games, but because of the precedent that the game set down.
0: All right. I'll agree to disagree, but it could happen. It could happen this year. Arkansas State's baseball team's actually not doing bad in the Sun Belt. At one point, they were projected to be in the NCAA tournament and go to the Fayetteville
1: Regional. Ooh, let's have this conversation again if that happens.
0: If that happens – there's not enough seats in Bomb Stadium. No, they will be camping out. They will be in the parking lot yeah. outside of left field. They will fill up left field. They will be renting out the apartments that yep. sit over right field. Yep. Those people can rent out their apartments Champions for hundred bucks
1: to watch yep. because
0: everybody will want a piece of that action.
1: I will come back to sports media for that so <laughs> I can get a, a spot up there.
0: Yeah, congratulations, Andrew, to accepting a job. With KNWA.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I think you thought you, think you shouted me out last time for uh, that. It's well, old news now, but thank you.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to do a nice thing and he won't even let me do a nice thing. Thank you, Seth. This is what it's like being friends with Andrew. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, Joe Aliva stepping down as the LSU athletic director. It came after two days after reinstating will Wade. Yes. Uh, and I think they already have a replacement,
1: Andrew. Yeah. Big deal or no big deal? Well, it's a big big deal anytime there's ever a shift. Um, yeah.
0: I'm kind of a big deal.
1: There's, it's a big deal anytime there's a shift in uh, your athletics director. And so it's one of these deals where it's like, that's a, it would have been a big deal regardless of who it was. I mean, remember when Jeff Long left and Hunter check replaced him, you know, who in Arkansas would have said that wasn't a big deal? That was a huge deal. People in LSU didn't really like Joe. I mean, it's just one of these deals where they just it's didn't true. like him. You know, he he did some questionable things with hires and and firings. You know, less miles firing less miles. That's one of these deals where it's like, you know, it, this man's won. You know, what is it? Two national championship or well, just one? Just one. Well, he's been to two, right? Is yeah, been he got two?
0: beat by Alabama.
1: That's right. But been to two national championships, and you fire the guy. I get the qualms that are against him, but I put I put Les Miles in the same category as John Calipari. I will never accept an argument that says that they're a bad coach just because maybe they don't do the X's and O's as well as somebody else. So it's he's done some questionable stuff, and just the Will Wade stuff, it's the latest kind of chapter in the book that is the questionable life of Joe Oliva. And so, big deal. For me,
0: big deal for Andrew. I'm going to go that this is a big deal as well. Kind of a big deal because I I just think that an athletic director stepping down, but with all the implications that this has with the Will Wade stuff, <laughs> why would you keep him around? Yeah, let him reinstate Will Wade and then fire him. Yeah, that's the whole the timeline of this is what confuses me more than the fact that he is being let go. I, yeah, he made some questionable hires and firings of Les Miles, but a lot of people in LSU wanted to fire Les yeah. Miles. The problem is, is that you got to add on. Yeah, people would be okay with it if they were able to.
1: And get- you're LSU, you should be able to get anybody. Well, you should, but at the same time, would they have been? I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's like with the Lakers, okay? Everybody wants to say nobody wants to go to the Lakers. Nobody does. Yeah, see, that's just a lie. Are you kidding me? It's the Los Angeles Lakers. It'd be the same thing would happen if it was any of the other major it's teams.
0: It's a mess of a franchise. Anyway, we're not getting into this, but it matters who you're playing with and what you're playing for. And the Lakers were messed up. And if you have a messed up culture like what Arkansas saw, When Dana Altman decided to come in Uh, and then leave, if you have a messed up culture, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's a big deal that Aliva's leaving, but
1: we'll see. I think – who did they name as the new AD? Texas A&M's athletics director. I don't know what his name is. It's Texas A&M's guy. I don't know if they've officially named him as that, but it seems, you know, some of these – some very credible journalists and reporters on Twitter are talking about how he's totally expected to take this job. So – there's at least something connected there, but this, you know, this guy had served at LSU in some capacities Scott as well. Woodward, Scott Woodward. Um, he had served in some capacities at LSU before taking Texas A&M athletic director job. So
0: he's done um, a pretty great job at Texas A&M incredible. hiring Jimbo Fisher and Buzz <laughs> Williams. Yeah. Yep. But you also have to think how much of that fell into his lap. A&M was tired of going seven and seven. Yeah. So they decided to pay, an inordinate amount of money to mm-hmm. get whoever they wanted. So they went and got Jimbo Fisher. So they paid an inordinate amount of money. I don't know that that was so much Scott Woodward's pitch as how many trees he was carrying with him that had green dollar bills. Sure. In and then Buzz Williams, he has connections to Texas A&M. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like Arkansas with the Jeff, Jeff Long and Mike Anderson thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't take just the hardest recruiting pitch to bring him to Texas A&M. So how much of that fell into his lap and how much of it was Scott Woodward? I don't know, and I don't think we ever will, but I would just be wary of what you're getting if you're LSU.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. But I also think it's, whenever it comes to coaching searches, a little bit of credit at least has to go to the athletic directors. I mean, Arkansas had connections to Gus Malzahn. Were they able to bring him in just because of his connections to the university? No way. They they couldn't do that. No, but... And they would have saddled up some money to pay him, well, too. Well, then the other school had to come back and saddle up more than what was allegedly going to be given to him. So. And that could have been Virginia Tech with Buzz Williams, so too.
0: Exactly. Money talks. The Jimbo Fisher thing. Money talks. That's not necessarily you being a great athletic director. That's you having very
1: wealthy supporters. And that's just Texas A&M being Texas A&M. Yeah. Texas A&M is the cream of the crop of the Texas schools. And, of course, it's one of the top spots in the SEC, one of the top spots in the country for, for all of college athletics. But... Uh, you know, he deserves a little bit of credit, and I think just some of the—even if you don't want to give him all the credit, people there at LSU know what he did. They know what he did at Texas a and and he's going to step into that role with a myriad of credibility that he otherwise would not have if he had not done the job that he did at Texas a right,
0: I'll give you that. Alright, moving on, we're gonna skip from SEC football and I guess all SEC athletics to a little bit of NBA. Former Razorback Pat Beverly and the Clippers came back two nights ago Oof. from a 31 point deficit. Big deal? No big
1: deal. Oh, that's tough to say because of I guess I mean it's a big deal in terms of like the NBA record Make books. Uh decision. I'm gonna say no big deal.
0: about
1: Ah, that hurts me to do that because it's still it's it was cool that it happened coming back from that from that many points against the the Warriors considered the best franchise in the history of NBA basketball. You know, to do it the way they did it, amazing. Lou Williams was incredible. Patrick Beverly just was staunch on defense. It was a really great game, um, but you know, no big deal because it's still the Warriors. They're not going to win the series. I'm sorry. I mean, if it does happen. You know, be the any of any of you out there listening to this, come and call me out for this. And I would I'll be glad because I want the Warriors to lose. But, you know, it, it's just not going to happen. So
0: the thing about the NBA is so hard is that you have to beat them four times. Yeah. Yeah. And winning one game against the Warriors, that's a big deal for the Clippers. So I'll say, And
1: on the road, too.
0: Yeah. And, you know, even the series, they go back to the Staples Center, the home of the Los Angeles Clippers who are in the playoffs and not the Los Angeles Lakers. You're at home with LeBron. Sure. Anyway. How many
1: banners do they have in there?
0: Oh, you're a little bitter over there. Well, I'm
1: just saying, you know, my apartment is my apartment because I have all my stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, all of my stuff is in there. Whose floor is laid down for the postseason? Uh, Sure. They can have the floor that gets ripped up all the time, but those banners hang forever. Every time they play in that arena, they have to look up at those banners and realize, oh, geez, we didn't do any of those. The Lakers have been there since when? So, let's see. They would have moved when Elgin Baylor was – because Elgin Baylor played in Minneapolis, so that would have been in the early or late 50s, maybe 59, 60.
0: And how long have the Clippers been there?
1: Since like – Mm, okay, well, that's but we. Okay, the Lakers and the Clippers have been playing in the same arena for some amount of time, and the Lakers have won several championships during that time. That the Clippers also have not won any championships, and in fact, not only did they not win them, they were atrocious. Making it to the first round of the playoffs means nothing. It's who's, all about what happens at the end.
0: Who's the better run franchise right now? It was during 1960 the Lakers became the NBA's first West Coast team.
1: 1960. Okay, I was either 59 or 60. So, uh here's my answer to you. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 10 11 12 13 14 15 16. You know what that number is? The number of championships that the Los Angeles Lakers have. Do you I'm going to count the Clippers championships <sighs> we for we you. said you're
0: going to do this. 0. Very very good. I'm not even a Clippers apologist. By the way, the Clippers moved to Los Angeles in 1984. I'm not a Clippers apologist, but one franchise is trending one way and another franchise trending another because one franchise took a risk on an elite player. One of the arguably the greatest of all time. I will say the greatest of all time. We're not going there. They took that risk on him and didn't make the playoffs. Meanwhile, another team is in a rebuilding season, rebuilding and made the playoffs. So I'll, we'll, I'll leave it at that. Do you have any rebuttals before we move on?
1: I think that you're just going to continue to rebut it and it's a very deep-seated reason why the Lakers are not in as much shambles as everybody thinks that they are because Magic Johnson got tired of, you know, getting called for tampering every time he opened his mouth, which is how he carried himself for years before he took this role and didn't understand that was going to happen. Luke Walton, don't agree with that. I like Luke Walton, but who knows what's going to happen. HIV
0: or Magic could beat HIV, but he couldn't beat LeBron. <sighs>
1: I just I hate that because that's just not true. That's not what the reality of the situation was.
0: Whatever you say. All right. Rick Barnes came out the other day and said, quote, Rick Barnes is the coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. I yep, should put that yep, in there. Yep, he yep. said, quote, It has to make sense from my financial standpoint. And the bottom line is we just couldn't work it out, the buyout. Talking about <laughs> With his time, and he was thought to at one point become the UCLA basketball coach. Now he's staying at Tennessee to be their
1: basketball coach. Big deal or no big deal that Barnes pretty much said, yeah, if they would have paid me my money, I would have left. And not only that, let me add this. Uh, a reporter then asked him, well, what if they would have paid for your buyout? What if they would have fronted the money? He said, well, then I probably would have been UCLA's new head coach. Straight up said that. No big deal, though. But it is fun. Oh. I'm going to say it's no big deal because, I mean, who cares? He's still at Tennessee.
0: No about it. No about
1: it. The only people who need to be worrying about it is Tennessee fans because it's like they really thought that they were the premier job now because Tennessee was number one for all those weeks, and they had a great season, but... Didn't win the conference championship. Didn't win the NCAA tournament. And that's what people at Texas were trying to tell them this whole time. They were going, listen, you know, Ricky B is going to fall apart once it comes to postseason. You can do whatever you want to do in the regular season, but once he gets to postseason, he'll fall apart. And uh, so the big deal is just the fact that (laughs) if you're Tennessee, you just had a horrible realization that you're not (laughs) the destination job that you think you are, but it is UCLA. So, of course, somebody would rather be at UCLA. That's a blue-blood job. I mean, come on. Not as
0: appealing as it has been, though.
1: They're having some trouble. They're having some trouble. But, I mean, when somebody like Rick Barnes is like, okay, well, you know, I'd like to go to UCLA. Of course I'd like to go to UCLA. I mean, it's not what it was when John Wooden was there. I mean, come on. But – It's still UCLA. I think, again, there's extenuating circumstances that happen in coaching searches, and for people to just say that UCLA has fallen off because it's taken them a while to find a coach, that's – come on. Come on. I
0: don't know. They've hit a few duds recently.
1: Now, Jamie Dixon is a dud. I don't know why they're even going. Actually, he's a great coach, but I don't know why <laughs> they were. Uh, come on, you're, just you're trying UCLA. to make a
0: point, and you couldn't even make your point, right?
1: Yeah. Well, just because one or two guys didn't work out does not mean that UCLA is now equatable to some, you know, to the other team across town who's had some problems. You know, this is not, you know, UCLA is still UCLA. So, all right, I
0: have nothing to say to them. All right, let's move on to talk. Master Augusta National was a sight of a beautiful, beautiful moment last weekend when Tiger Woods took home the Masters Green Jacket. What a beautiful moment. I'm not a huge fan of Tiger, but you don't have to be huge fans of people's personal lives or anything like that to say admit that they are a great golfer. So here is what we're going to talk about, Andrew. Big deal or no big deal? Should the field now be worried about Tiger?
1: Is it a bit? Uh, whichever one is yes. They should all be worried about Tiger. He so, looked like Tiger of old in this tournament. It's so not like it's everybody a, else just. It's stopped. a big deal that he won. Oh, it's a oh, it's a huge deal. Can can you find something that doesn't just say I'm kind of a big deal and says I'm the biggest deal you have ever seen? I, Did Ron I,
0: Burgundy say that at any point? I don't have that loaded into the machine right uh, now, but I. Yeah, it's a huge deal that he won. But to the field, if you're the field, what I was expecting from these guys on Saturday and Sunday, as I was watching the Masters, was. The tiger would make a run, but that these guys didn't grow up in the age of tiger when he was so dominant was winning. You know, it was tiger versus the field. I, it was even money to take the tiger, take the tiger to take tiger or take the field. I, it, you, you could honestly have gone either way. Yeah, but these guys didn't grow up doing that. Oh, you know, the Jordan piece of the world. They didn't grow up with tiger being there and all so dominant. So I wasn't expecting them to crumble. But, oh, my gosh, did they crumble. Two balls in the water for the leader at one Molinari. point. Molinari. Molinari. Another ball by Finau, who was playing with Woods yep, as well.
1: Yeah, And he had a good run. He played great golf, too. So,
0: I, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting these guys to give Tiger a run for his money, and it would be a lot harder for him to win. Not that it was easy by any stretch of the imagination. But if the I don't think the field has anything to worry about. I don't think Tiger is going to play the same. That he did way back when. I think that to ask Tiger to do that is insane. So I'm going to say it's no big deal. You just got to play your own game. So I'm going to go with don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But it's pretty cool to see Tiger win.
1: Oh, yeah. Here's the thing these guys did grow up. They watched them. They grew up watching them, and they, because they study golf and they play golf. I mean, they know more about that than even we do. And we knew about it.
0: But at the same time you study somebody, but if you studied somebody when you were growing up and then all of a sudden you're playing against them, it's really cool. You're like, Oh my gosh. But if you're the competitor that all of these guys should be, I mean, this is my mentality. You're 20 years older than you were. I should be able to go out there and kick your rear
1: end. Different animal, man. That's why his name is Tiger. He is a different animal than most people. In his prime, that was the greatest athlete that ever lived. In his prime. I mean, the guy would do unreal stuff with injuries. He'd make shots that were just unreal. And you know what? He was doing that again. I agree with you that it's – I don't think that it's even right to try to put the pressure on him to continue to play like he did against – I mean, it's the Masters, so he rose to the occasion. But, you know – I, just like he said in the post game, you know, post game interviews, they were like, "Well, you know, what, what does this mean for you?" I know you said that you don't need to win this, but that you really want to. So, what what does that mean for you? And he was like, "Well, that just shows me I can win majors again." You don't want Tiger Woods to know he can win majors again, okay? If you're if you're Tony Fee now, okay. If you're if you're Rose D- Justin Rose, if you're you know Dustin Johnson, you don't want Tiger Woods to know that he can win majors again.
0: All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. No big deal is over with, but let's move on a segment that we totally had a different name for last week, but we're going to do it (laughs) a different name this week. And who knows next week, it may have another different name, but it's time for whacked out world. I got two this week, Andrew, to share with you about how crazy our world is and has become ready. Number one, Florida reported spring game attendance at 39,476. That's quite a few people for a spring game, Andrew. Yeah. Too bad. That's not how many people actually showed up. That's how what they do. <laughs> I mean, and it, they weren't just padding their attendance. It, there was some deep investigative journalism. I would call this capital J journalism
1: oh, going yeah. on. Are you ready? Edward Murrow-ish.
0: I just uh, I can't I can't compare those two. <laughs> but thirty nine thousand four hundred and seventy six. So you take the first two numbers thirty nine. You divide it by eight. Subtract four eighty two. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Thirty nine is the number of years since Georgia won their last national title. And the four hundred and seventy six. Where did that come from? That's how many games Georgia has played since their last national title.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Dan Mullen is one funny character. I'll say that much. And, he does not care.
0: It, it's kind of cool. I, so I wish cool. Arkansas
1: had a rival that they could talk trash about this. much, But
0: there's nobody that just – nobody cares.
1: Arkansas is Arkansas right now, too. What are they going to talk trash about? It's true.
0: But, I mean, Florida is a decent program and all, but
1: they haven't been competing
0: on the They're rival. on the come Georgia. up.
1: They haven't been competing on the level of Georgia, that's right, but they very well could this next year. There's no question. Yeah, we'll see. That's a dark horse in the East.
0: All right, so we got one more whacked-out world for you. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the minor leagues. Cubs, double-A baseball team, the Tennessee Smokies. Ooh. I'm going to guess they're in the Smoky
1: Mountains. Is that it? Is that You think that's right? I, uh, is that, are the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee? I, I oh. should know that. Never. You're not allowed to talk for the rest of the show.
0: All right. Moving on. I'm going to talk to you now, ladies and gentlemen, because Andrew's <laughs> mic is going to be muted because he doesn't know the Smoky Mountains are in. T- yes. <laughs> like Dolly Parton land. That's right. Dolly I, I had a mental
1: flub. You're right.
0: All that's in the great Smoky Mountains. they burned in down in New York. A few They're in ago. New York. You're right. All right. Bye. Uh, you, go ahead. Try and talk. Uh-huh. Exactly. Can't hear Andrew anymore, so we're going to move on. The Cubs, double-A baseball team, Tennessee Smokies, they're having a free beer night, with a few exceptions. You have to buy a $10 mason jar, and the beer is free until the opposing team scores its first run. What?
1: That's not free beer. Uh, (laughs) I'd be going and just chugging, baby. I'd be throwing down. There'd be some alcohol poisoning. I'd be so worried.
0: that's, That's not free beer. Uh, our song ran out. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so I have
0: a thing brought up for a B bar and it changes whenever it's the top of the hour and apparently it's the top of the hour. <laughs> Oops. So we're
1: be- I'm doing the bed for you. Okay, okay. There we go. There we oh, go. Okay, we got, got Cobra style back. Sweet.
0: This is a well-oiled machine here in case you can't tell. All right. But that is our whacked out world. Before we head out of here, Andrew, what'd you learn today?
1: I learned that the smoky mountains are indeed in Tennessee. I was going to say that I learned as originally, Andrew, as originally no. thought.
0: Yeah. As originally thought my rear in <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, le- I, I learned that Florida's petty. <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> I don't even want to know how. All right. <laughs> We're going to try and wrap this up as smooth as we possibly can. Andrew, drop with some knowledge. Where are you from?
1: I'm from Sherwood, Arkansas.
0: The 501. Oh, my gosh.
1: Which we're is in the 501 podcast. The 501.
0: We, all right. We're going to rehearse this again. And all right. We're going to cut that out of post. Not really, because I don't really want to go back and do that. Andrew, where are you from? The 501. The 501 Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Rate, subscribe, comment. We will respond to all of them. You can also follow us on Twitter at 501Show or at 501 Sports Show. That's Andrew Epperson. Follow him on Twitter at Epper Sports. At Eppersports. And follow me on Twitter at Seth Campbell5. From the hill in the 4079. Just some 50 boy boys having fun. Signing off until next week. Style is the bomb. The bomb. The dang. The dang.